0: Cr 101 radiocom Podcasts and more. And welcome back to another episode of Preschool Pioneers. I'm your host, Jeremy Walker. You can follow us on our parent network, CR101 Radio on social media such as Facebook, Twitter, Gab, and YouTube. You can subscribe to this podcast on your preferred platform so that you never miss an episode. Visit CR101radio.com forward slash preschoolpioneers for these links. Uh, welcome back everybody. We are on a new episode of Preschool Pioneers. And this is episode number 25 entitled, Why Is for Yelling? Why Yelling is Not Always Bad, and Why Yelling Isn't Even What You Think It Is or What It's About. So let's go ahead and get started on our first part. We'd like to talk about and answer the question, Why Christians Should Become Teachers? And part of that is because there is a failed idea of children a failed idea of what children need, what makes them thrive, and how they're supposed to grow. And all this is false and false teaching because of a false premise about children. One of the false premises is that with children, the parents, teachers, any authority figures of any sorts are never, ever, ever supposed to raise their voices. If you ever raise your voice, you are harming a child. If you ever use harsh tones towards a child, you are harming the child. You're going to harm their psyche. You're going to damage their future ability to connect with other people. If you try to correct them at all, any forms of correction are bad, 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 terribly bad and harmful to children. They used to go from no corporal discipline. Back in the day, corporal discipline was and has always been used as a form of child-rearing discipline. And, of course, over the last so many years, completely went out of style, meaning that the powers that be started teaching in the educational fields that this was harmful to children. Anybody who would use corporal discipline on a child was committing acts of child abuse because you couldn't possibly utilize corporal discipline of any sorts in a loving, meaningful, helpful manner. It was all because somebody was a rage monkey, somebody hated this child, somebody had lost their temper, but nobody could exact discipline on a corporal type level in a loving manner. It's not possible, and this was their standard. They went away from that and said, "Well, timeout. No corporal discipline. You need time out where you might sit, not necessarily in a corner, because you wouldn't want the child to feel bad or left out. So you're going to have them sit on the playground and watch the other children play for a minute, maybe two, talk to them, and let them rejoin the groups. Time outs was the new form of discipline that was acceptable. And now that has gone by the wayside. Even the concept of making a child sit in time out Missing out on an activity is considered harmful to children, harmful to them. You're going to damage the child by making them sit out. You're going to hurt the child's future by doing this. Rewards and punishments was also equally tossed out at the same time. The idea that you would reward a child for good behavior and discipline the child or maybe even a timeout, whatever that negative effect was for bad or unacceptable behavior this was now damaging and harmful as well you can't even do that the harsh tones the raising the voices all this goes out the door with it and on top of that now you're not even allowed to say the word no that's right you're not supposed to say no to a child you're never supposed to tell them no So here's the question. Why did all this come about? What are the effects? What's the fruit of all this? Supposedly, from these young child experts, they have, through rigorous training, trial and error, and long studies, found that this is how children grow and thrive. The old ways were the bad ways. The new ways are the good ways. And now children can now grow into who they're supposed to be by these new method and methodologies. And the other ones, the harsh, terrible stuff of the old days, by being told no, by being told you can't do something, by not being rewarded for terrible behavior. This is now the new enlightened age. Is it? Well, to our listeners out there, if you are a Christian parent, especially if you're a Christian teacher, you know the answer to this. You know the answer, and the answer is no. We have what's called, and it has been called some time ago, the preschool to prison pipeline. You have children who are getting kicked out of preschools as young as the age of two. Yes, because we have started creating a type of, I don't know that the term properly could be used, but feral children. Feral. If you think what feral is, is think of the, Jungle Book, Mowgli out there in the jungle who was raised by wolves has no idea on how to interact with their people and is dangerous to society because he is just like an animal, a, a unreasoned animal who cannot control himself, has not been told he's going to control himself. The law of the jungle is the only thing that matters, kind of like evolution, and the only way to survive is to be on top. There are no authorities. We are all islands to ourselves. See, now that is the real key. The real key behind these types of movements. See, it's not that these ideologies are based on reality. It's not based on the fact that they found out that something works better because it doesn't. What they found was is they needed a way to push out Christianity. That's right. How do we get children in a position where they don't recognize God? They don't recognize godly social order. They don't even want it. How is it that we can get children, raise them from the ground, from the cradle to the grave, and we can create the true unadulterated humanist, the one untainted by the teachings of Christianity, by morality, and we can just create a happy feral being who is by himself happy and contented well it doesn't happen they boister the idea that if mankind left alone he can the child left alone will be a happy healthy well-adjusted person however if you have been around children who have had no discipline have parents who have followed these ideologies the way that they're supposed to you find that the opposite is true These are the most anti-social, feral creatures ever to deposit the earth. That's right. They are not fit to be in a room in society. They cannot exist in it. And the parents are going, why? This is just a child. This is how children act. No, it's not. This is how a child acts when left to themselves. When a parent has failed to do their job as the parent to restrain the child, to teach them about social order. And it's not just humanistic social order, because humanistic social order would have you believe we could all just do our own thing and we'll all be happy. Well, some people like to hurt people. Some people like to steal. Some people like to lie. You can't have a social order without a religious foundation. And therefore, it doesn't exist outside of a Christian social order and foundation. Bad ideas that they're talking about have led to behavior epidemics, absolute epidemics. I mentioned it a second ago, where the children are getting kicked out of school at the youngest age of two. The school year just started here in Florida. And wouldn't you know it, children on the first day of school, it could be preschool, which is four years old. It could be kindergarten, which is at five years old. And these children are removed ...from the school and classroom immediately. They cannot control themselves. They cannot participate in a group activity. They cannot sit. They refuse to join a group of any sorts. They refuse to acknowledge any authorities of any sorts. They will not work together with other children. They cannot participate in anything that is not self-driven. In other words, unless they have decided to do it, they can't do it. And normally what they want to do is disrupt... That's the number one thing that the children want to do. They are destroyers. They're not creators. They've lied to all parents and educational institutions and said that these are going to be the creative children. No, because the creative mind is the one that's disciplined. That's the one that works the best. How can somebody be creative and focus on anything, building anything, if their mind is out of control? Like a tornado with debris being tossed around, but there's no order inside their mind. That is what children have become. They're being expelled, and the parents are angry. The parents don't know why. Why is my child being kicked out? Because you have failed your job. I had a parent who was having a child with behavioral problems, and the child was getting very close, getting suspensions, almost being expelled. And they said, what can I do? We gave some basic tips about setting standards. You have to be an authority figure. He's got to learn to listen. Very simply put, he can't just do whatever he wants whenever he wants. He does have to learn authority. It's the number one thing that they have to be taught. And, of course, it starts with parental authority. The parents sat and talked with me, and they said, all the things I've read don't work. None of it works. Absolutely none of the things that they teach In the modern parenting handbooks work. She says, I do it all. Soft talk and everything else, it doesn't work. See, here's the problem. It does work with certain personality types, children who are easy to get along with, the ones that are simple, the ones that don't give you a hard time. And there are those types of personalities. Although the vast majority of them are going to be the other side of the spectrum, especially the super difficult children who are very aggressive and very difficult to handle. And these methodologies do not work even for a little bit with this age group and the parents end up with those children those are the ones who hop from child care to child care to child care because they can't get anybody to watch the child and of course all the answers they're given is wrong information bad facts and therefore they can never truly get the child to do what it wants and moving forward do you think this is going to be a recipe for success in the future Well, no, it's not. You lay the foundation for the child whenever they're young. And if you mess up then, if you mess up then and give them, you break your child's worldview. You break it. They can never recover from that fully. They might recover from it just because of the hard knocks of life. They run up against another person, maybe a a peer, and find out that this peer just ain't going to put up with it. And so they get beaten down, gangland style. They're going to run up against the police officers as they get older, and they're going to find out that whenever you disrespect authority, there are severe consequences. I told the story before of a young girl who apparently was at the age of 18. Her parents never taught her any respect for authority. So when pulled over by a police officer with an expired tag and no driver's license, she decided to give the officer attitude, began yelling at him, even threatening him. Eventually, she got dragged out of her car through the window Kicking and screaming, going, why is this happening to me? And she just didn't understand why the officer had acted the way that he did. You cannot act like this and not have consequences. See, it's easier to learn those lessons when a child is very young, a very young age. And it's different than watching your child be drug out on the Internet by a police officer. In some cases, in many cases, people are shot and killed by police officers or killed by peers in the streets or in schools. Why? Because they'd never learned how to live and act in a society to properly restrain themselves. And everybody wants to blame society. Well, it is partly to blame because it propagates such things, but it's mainly your job, parent, your job, teacher. Anybody can teach anything they want. It doesn't mean you have to listen to them. It doesn't mean you have to go along with it. It doesn't mean you have to support it. Because rebellion against authority and responsibility is the key. If you can teach those two concepts to children, authority and personal responsibility, you are going to set that child on a path of success. But people actively fight against the concept. They actually tell you not To teach children about authority. They actively will say, do not teach personal responsibility. Now, they claim that they do, but they don't. Because there are no positive consequences for good behavior and negative consequences for negative behaviors. No one's allowed to say no. No one's allowed to raise their voice to show that they are upset. That's not supposed to ever happen. And if you ever do that, somehow you're an evil, terrible, bad person. The interesting thing was, is in the Bible, and I actually had a discussion with this with a fellow Christian one time, who is advocating, even himself, that you should never, ever, 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 ever raise your voice for any reasons of any sort. No tone changes, so no aggressive or authoritative tones. It always has to be, why can't we all get along? These soft little voices... When somebody's getting their head beat in in a classroom and getting bit on the face, it's not the time to be little and wimpy about how you react. I told the story before of a mother in the office who had folded her arms as her son is beating her in the face and the chest, and she had been seduced into this idea she could not react in a negative way to her child. Instead, she had to be the punching bag. ...to the child and just allow it to take place. Well, guess what's going to happen in the future? People are all upset about domestic abuse. Well, If your child is allowed to grow up hitting his mother, what are the odds that he's going to grow up hitting his girlfriend and his spouse, his children? That is how you grow a monster. And the thing about it is, is, what are the effects here? What are the effects of what we're seeing here? What we're seeing is people are out of control... Losing their tempers and hurting people quickly and easily because there is no responsibility and there's no such thing as authority. Families are broken down because when you get rid of authority, there is no reason to have the family. The family exists because the father and the mother are responsible for their children. The state, of course, it wants – a humanistic state at least – it wants a weak family because if you destroy the family… Then you destroy private property, and you destroy religion. And these are the two things that drive society the most, is your private property ownership and, of course, religious teachings. And the family is responsible for both of it. But, of course, the state doesn't want that. The state wants to be worshipped without accountability, and therefore they have to get rid of God. It also wants complete control of everything, which is why it can't have private property. Which is why it needs to get rid of and break the authority of parents. And then it needs to break the children because these children are too weak to ever stand up to anything. They can't control themselves, and they require somebody else to control themselves for them. Now, part of the solution to all this, what are we going to do about it? It's not a just simple answer to anything because the world is in such a place, and parents and families have broken themselves to such an extent That's a very difficult thing to crawl out of holes that we've created for ourselves both personally in our families and as a society. But number one, we have to create a proper foundation on God and God's word and law as our basis of how we, number one, exist and act ourselves in our families, how we train our children, how we do education, how we work in the business world. And how society is supposed to do that. And everybody is supposed to support everybody. Instead of the family seeing the state as somebody has to watch out for. Otherwise they're coming to get your children. Because they have a differing standard of what you should be doing as a parent. And if you don't do what they say in their standard. They're going to come try to get your children. If you had a state which supported that. Then what would happen is children would grow properly. And then if children could grow up properly. Join society as they're supposed to as they get older. They would in turn create a stronger society, a stronger state that is more powerful, self-controlled, and responsible. Parents have to become people who embrace responsibility. This is a major one. They're trying to create a bunch of self-indulgent children who accidentally have children or hopefully don't have them at all. But we are supposed to create responsible people who embrace authority, and that is a big part, the responsibility to train their children properly under God. And then, of course, lastly, we have to have children being properly trained to listen to their parents, to other authorities out there in the world like teachers, police officers, not to hate authorities, not despise them, not to try to insult them or think it would be okay to ever strike or kill them but those that would submit to proper authorities in a respectful manner. And then we could start to grow a true, godly, respectful, productive society instead of one that is broken. Because what's happening today, the COVID babies, the children who were raised in the years of COVID sitting at home with their parents with bad theology, no discipline, no rules, no authority, are entering now a wider society, which we call school. And they're finding out They don't know how to function. They don't know how to exist because they don't have the proper foundation. Their foundations are broken. You only have one of two choices. You have one foundation, which is God, and you can become successful as a person. We are created in the image of God. Our children need to learn that and how the world does not operate by chaos and chance. The world operates based on rules created by the lawgiver, And as we can learn what those are and do them, we can be a blessing to ourselves and to every single person around us, including the wider society as a whole. And if you love someone, it means to keep the commandments of God towards them. That is what it means to love. So whenever you withhold authority, don't teach it, withhold discipline, proper training, then you are failing to love your child. Your child will not thrive. Trying to live in a world that does not exist, a world of their imaginations, is going to be poverty-stricken, disease-ridden, and painful. And it's not surprising that so many young people turn to suicide because they try to live in a humanistic world of failure where they can't even control themselves. They can't be happy because how can you be happy in a world that doesn't exist? For so long, they had this image of what the world should be, and they find out that's not it. And just leads them to anger and self-loathing and hate. And you can see the results of what the old world Christian-influenced world used to look like and how they produced children and what their results were. And you can see what the new world order and the new world ideologies are producing. And it's destroying societies, destroying families, and it's destroying individuals to such a degree that they're convincing children that they're not what they are that boys are not boys and girls are not girls, to literally destroy their bodies by chopping off and getting vasectomies where women are losing their breasts and, of course, how men are losing their genitalia and women are destroying themselves. And this doesn't change. This does not grow back, and they have been seduced into lies. These are the people who hate children, the ones that refuse to discipline and the ones who try to lie to them about the world that doesn't exist and fail to teach about the world that does exist and so if we return to God God just might return to us and if you love your children you're going to start teaching them the world that exists and how to live properly in it so I do want to thank everybody for joining me again this is Jeremy Walker for Preschool Pioneers we have been talking about the importance of your job as a parent primarily and as a teacher to teach children about the real world to teach them self-restraint when it starts young. Don't try to think you can start later on. After you've broken their worldview, you must start early. So this is Jeremy Walker saying thanks again for joining me, and God bless.